The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio. Expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. Hey, welcome to it. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. I think the computer has got a virus. <laughs> Coronavirus. Actually, I don't know. It lag. I don't know why. I, I got to figure out how to free up some space on the main hard drive. That's why I've been slowly over time moving everything off the main hard drive. Mm. But it's like over over the years, it just builds and builds. You just never know how to clean it. Yeah. I mean, I try and put games on, on, on the externals, but somehow save information still ends up on the main drive. So I don't know. Um... Check out the homepage, uh, WeBeGeeks.net, and our affiliates on the right-hand side. Support them, supports us, and, and by doing so, um, y'all get some great stuff. Uh, check out our partner at Heroes and Villains. 15% off your first purchase with the code WeBeGeeks. Also, too, Biddy Boomers. Go to their site. I don't have it up yet, but BiddyBoomers.com. 15% off with the code WeBeGeeks every time you order. And I'm going to say stay tuned because there's some great stuff that's going to be happening with Weeby Geeks, Mighty Marvel Geeks, Wookiee Radio, and Biddy Booms. Stay tuned. Also, too, we got that contest going. All you got to do, I don't know how hard people are thinking this is, but all you got to do is go on our social media at Weeby Geeks on t- Twitter and Instagram, Weeby Geeks PC on Facebook, or just look us up, Weeby Geeks. It's going to pop up, either group or page. It's listed there, too. Just tell us what your favorite movie is. Is for a chance to enter, you get a choice of two bitty boomers of whatever you want. The other two shows, you're restricted. You either get Darth and Chewie or you get Iron Man, Spider Man. With us, if you want Spider Man and a Stormtrooper or Thor and Chewie, bingo, you got it. You want you want Patrick and Bebop, you got it. It's whatever That's you want. Like the combination. SpongeBob and Rocksteady. See Rocksteady getting some sponge bass there. Um, <laughs> you got it. it. It's whatever you want to pick. 
You want your Tom Brady fan? You want the Patriots and the Bucks? Got it. So anyway, um, I need a pause real quick. All right. So that was a long pause for us, but for you guys, it was just like that. Split second. On the line with us, um, he is the executive producer and um, for a horror film, independent horror film, which have lately been some of the better horror films out there. Um, the film's called For Jennifer, which is available now on demand. And the, the director is James Colin Bressack. Did I pronounce that right? I am the producer. The director is Jody Bart. Just wanted to, to be clear because I don't want to take credit for. <laughs> I, I apologize. I thought I, I thought I said producer. Yeah, no, I you did I, the I first time. But uh, then the first time, then second time I said director. director. Okay. Yeah, because I'm like for <laughs> sure Jody's gonna listen to this. So like, <laughs> well, you go and like, oh yeah, hi, I'm the director. Oh man, uh, Jody could come on. We weren't but... trying to get you in trouble, but <laughs> J- but if the shoe fits. <laughs> Jody can come on, talk about her experience, and uh, and and chew me out for it afterward. <laughs> the mislabel. So. It's okay. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so, um, so how did you come up with with the movie, or what got you involved with this project? So I made the first movie, um, the first movie in the in the franchise, uh, which is called Two Jennifer, and this is like part four. Um, and so basically I, I've just, uh, remained in, in like a producerial sense, uh, throughout the whole series. Um, so for the, the three movies that followed the original. Okay. So what, what made y'all decide to go with a four film, which now makes sense. Why or Jennifer F O R if it were play on a four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, we went with the fourth movie just because, you know, um, the whole philosophy for the film series really was like the power of like being able to tell a story that's just like about like essentially storytelling. Like it's about acting, it's about characters. And so, um, and doing it in, in a medium that is so accessible to everybody. I made the very first movie to Jennifer when I was uh, like 20 years old. And I made it with, um, I made it, I shot it on an iPhone 5. Oh, wow. Um, so the whole, it was the first feature film entirely shot on an iPhone. Um, and oh. uh, it was shot, edited, everything was done on the iPhone. Um, and uh, I made it for a $500 budget, the very first movie. So literally oh, like uh, the whole the whole thing is like, you know, I've been giving voices to first time filmmakers. Jody was a first time filmmaker. Hunter Johnson, who did the second one, was a first time filmmaker. Frank uh, was not a first time filmmaker who did the uh, the third installment. Uh, we, we took that in a different direction and actually had like, you know, Tony Todd and and um, uh, Derek Mears in that one as well. But Frank uh, had been involved in the series for a while. And so, um, but it's, it's about basically being able to, to tell a story um, with what you can, what you can have. And I think right now in, in the world we're living in currently, it's, it's even more important than it was before. So many people ask me so many times, like, you know, how do you, how do you go out? Uh, how do you make movies? And I say, well, you know, you just go out and make one. Um, and, you know, so I, I, I used to say that, and I remember I made my first movie uh, on a seven thousand dollar budget when i was you know 18 years old and you know i thought that was like low budget and i was like you know if robert rodriguez only needed seven thousand dollars that's all i need and so i went out and 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 made a movie and i did literally every job for that Uh, but you know then i find
finally started working and I got hired to make a movie and that movie ended up falling through and I had no money. Uh, and I decided like, I just had to practice what I preached, um, and just go out there and make a movie. So I took what I had in my pocket, which was a cell phone and I pointed it at my friend and I said, Hey, say this. And he said it, uh, like on camera. And that was the very first scene of the movie that's in the first two Jennifer movie. And then from there I stopped, I, I wrote a script and we just started shooting. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's an important lesson to like learn in society today because, you know, we're on house arrest, basically all of us, we're all in lockdown. So like, you you know, if you are a filmmaker, there is no reason why you can't be making something at your house right now. If you have a phone, if you have a computer, if you have a something, you can be shooting something. Write a story that fits for that. Um, you know, be, play the roles if you have to, you know. But there is no reason why we can't do that right now still. Um, you know, uh, being able to make movies is such a powerful thing because you're able to give a message and have a conversation with many people all at the same time. And I think it's uh, it's 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 beautiful in that sense. And uh, for me, uh, you know, I, I, I've built a career on on making movies and my budgets have steadily raised the last movie I directed. Um, starred uh, uh, Steven Seagal and DMX. It was called Beyond the Law, and it was released in theaters. Um, and then uh, I just produced uh, um, a movie called Death Rider, which was uh, directed by Glenn Danzig, um, oh, wow. uh, the the singer of the Misfits and um, and the band Danzig. And it stars uh, Julian Sands and uh, Kim Director Devin Sawa and. Uh, and uh, Danny Trejo. Oh, very cool. Oh, very. Well, actually, I think you actually directed a movie that a former guest of ours was on. Um, and what movie? Bloodcraft. Oh, who Madeline, was the guest? Madeline Wade. Oh, I love Madeline. She's great. Yeah, Madeline's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, Felissa just hit me up. Are we able to add her in? Of course we are. Okay. Uh, why don't we hold, uh, put a right. pin in it, and we'll jump back in as soon as she gets in here. So as you heard, we're going we're gonna to pause again. Well, we were able to bring Alyssa Rose on with us. So now it's Alyssa and James to talk about for Jennifer. Um, so before we get to Alyssa, James, how did you guys decide how you were going to do the casting? Um, you know, casting for this movie, I was uh, I'm, I'm usually like either very, um, very involved in the casting or not as involved in the casting, depending on like, you know, um, uh, what the director wants and, and how, how they see it. You know, I, I, you know, I'm a director first and foremost, uh, and I produce, uh, you know, as, as my job. So when I'm producing, um, I, I try to not do anything that I wouldn't want a producer to do to me when I'm directing. So I don't force cast upon my directors. I kind of let them choose. So Jody, chose most of the cast and and the people like felissa that are in it um a lot of them were in the previous um movies so they, their characters were brought back so that that, that happened in the script the uh, script phase all right so felissa 
how do you go through the casting process for the film? Um, well, funny enough, it did start with James because um, he was kind enough to cast me in his film Bethany. And I met Hunter Johnson, who is the director of To Jennifer. Um, and that was the first one that I was in. And, um, you know, he and I just hit it off really well. And I loved being in the first one. And then Jody was kind enough to say, hey, do you want to kind of, you know, reprise that part again? So it was something that I it was just kind of a natural fit to keep going. And I love the series and I love everyone involved. And I think that's what makes the best movies is working with people you love and care about and you have fun on set. And that's what translates into the, I think on the screen, you can see how much fun we have together. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that's really great about this series is like, it's a lot of like, if you look at the, if if you look at the people involved, like a lot of people are working on multiple movies in this series. Um, So, I mean, like, you know, like Jody was an, actor in the first two movies and then directed the directed the fourth movie um hunter uh acted in the i mean directed acted and wrote the 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 second movie and then worked as a producer uh on this the the third and the fourth um frank edited the second uh the second movie uh and produced it and then uh directed the third and then uh dp'd and and um produced the fourth so like there's a lot of people that are that have remained involved for uh, you know the duration of this this you know i don't know 10 year journey at this point so, so was there was there always a plan to do multiple movies for this or did it just kind of happen no not at all um it uh it it definitely um it, it definitely was just like a one-off when I first made it. Um, you know, I, I, I mentioned that to you guys before. It was just me making a movie on my phone, just trying mm-hmm. to get something made. Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought that there was going to be uh, other movies. And actually, when I was filming Bethany, um, I, I told this story before, so I know Felicia's heard it. But when I was filming Bethany, um, Hunter came up to me. He was he was helping out on Bethany, and he asked me if I ever thought about doing a sequel. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. And then like I just went back. To filming and then he asked me like you know well if i if i wrote a script for a sequel would you read it i was like yeah sure whatever and i'm like i go back to it and then he hands me like a script like like a week later um and like like actually physically hands me a script not like emails <laughs> me one which i was like wow i haven't received like paper in script form like in forever and like i look at it and the whole script is about his character not being allowed to make a sequel to the movie so he kills me <laughs> so i'm like oh shit we have to let this guy make this movie i'm not even kidding it, 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 i think it set the world record for how many times i i read the word bressack in 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 an evening <laughs> that's awesome so i was I like love- oh shit so like in my mind i was like i have two choices either uh you know the sequel gets made or uh or i possibly get murdered by this guy (laughs) now mind you hunter's like a completely sweet human being but like i mean just imagine being in that circumstance where you're standing there looking at a script for a for a sequel to one of your movies and the entire plot 
of the script is a person wanting to make a sequel to one of your movies uh, and you not letting them do it so they kill you. Because I played myself in the second movie. Like, I actually, like... <laughs> so, so in many ways, it's kind of like that final uh, Nightmare Before... Or Nightmare yeah, on yeah. Elm Street film where everyone's playing themselves but right. being killed by Freddy in the movie. Yeah. Did you play yourself straight or did you um, exaggerate a little bit? I mean, I, I definitely exaggerated a little bit i mean if you it's if you see the second movie i mean when you're introduced to me i'm literally in the scene where i say hello for the first time like where you first see me i like do like three rails of cocaine like (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like i do like three rails of cocaine and i'm like hey what's up So obviously based completely on truth. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's it's very accurate, right? Not very. I mean, undeniably accurate. (laughs) I love it. Why is it snowing on set? Yeah, it's Christmas. It's always been Christmas. Uh, Hey, it snowed in the DeLorean. Right. It is. You know, I worked with Christopher cut. Lloyd. I worked with Christopher Lloyd on uh, on Blood Lake. He was in my in my movie Blood Lake. Oh, that's cool. Oh wow. It was it was. I have so many Christopher Lloyd stories from that movie. That guy's awesome. <laughs> well, we'll actually get to those here in a little bit. Uh, oh. We want continu- to continue on um, with for Jennifer. So with. For Jennifer, then the concept was, I'm assuming, still kind of that uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, or Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> nightmare on, <laughs> I don't know where my mind's at. I'm thinking Disney. That's yes, where I it work. was the Nightmare Before Christmas sequel in the in the franchise. <laughs> we, entered, we entered through the Jennifer door instead of the Christmas door. Oh, yeah, this I'm was so here a little it's, bit more towards Halloween and a little less towards Christmas. This is what I get yeah. for having this is Halloween. This is what I get for being at home since March 15th. Mm. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I, I'm so used oh, to being at work. Crazy. Yes, we are. Um, so still got that final nightmare on Elm Street vibe where they are becoming the characters in the film um, with this new film. Why with this one, the tw- are, we, are we allowed to talk about the twist at the end or do we keep uh, this? Yeah, I mean, if you just put like a... I don't know. Probably not. Okay. Then we. Um, yeah, there's, we a, there's a spoil. There's a twist, there's a at, twist the end. at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, what what led to that particular twist? Um, shit. How do I answer that without giving yeah. it away? Um, uh, I, I mean, no comment. Uh, the work the best it. way to say, I, I, I have a way to say. It. The whole movie was about tying up loose ends, and so there was there was something that had to be tied up that that twist tied up. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry. That works. That works. And, and, and that could be that could be taken literally too. Dude, that was that was the that was, yeah. That, that, was, that was the most non-answer answer I've I, I think I've ever given. So I should perfect. be like I, I should I, I should run for 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 senate. So, so, yeah, for senate. so you have gone so, to the Dave Filoni school of press releases. I'm I'm well I, I'm going to be Joe Exotic. I'm going to be the new Joe Exotic. Oh. oh. 
<laughs> I Carol still Baskin haven't really did it. Watched that. Really did it. I haven't watched it, but I, I've seen trailers for it. I'm like, oh god, this is. Oh man, you should watch it. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I, I'm getting off topic. Oh, I'm so getting good. off topic. I'm like back to poor Jennifer. So, uh, but essentially, like you know, all of the movies. Um, I mean, every time we make one, I, mean, I assume it's the last one. Like, I never thought that there was going to be a third one. But like, what ends up happening is somebody involved asks me and says, "Hey." I got this idea to make the movie and I blah, blah, blah. And I want to do this. And I just go, okay. <laughs> like, you know, so that's, that's usually what happens. Like Hunter, you know, Hunter did his, and then, you know, Frank, uh, the same thing happened. He, he brought up like doing it uh, to me. He had actually casually mentioned it while we were, while he was editing the, the, the second one. Um, and I think I actually pushed him to, to actually do it. Uh, Cause he just kind of like flirted with it, but never actually committed. And then Jody just kind of brought up, Hey, you know, I want to do this and it's going to bring stuff together and, and uh, you know, let's, let's do it. And I remember, you know, I, uh, maybe I actually egged him on a little bit too. come to think of it some of them i might egg on like i i like inception them like i get them to think that it's their idea that they want to make the movie other than hunter who may have murdered me in that situation <laughs> i guess we'll never know we will <laughs> we'll never, never know. know what was that sound felissa was that you like going is he inceptioning me to do part five <laughs> no was that the who Hmm, I'm gonna write this script. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna email. Listen, there you go. This is gonna you email go. me a script. Look, if you could do <laughs> I know a sequel, I'm gonna deliver it. I'll, no. I'll just drive by and throw the paper in the you know driveway. <laughs> I I will tell you though, like believe it or not, and I don't know if this is going to like still happen, but there was going to be a fifth movie. Um, but given the current situation, I don't know anymore. Um, but there was going to be a fifth movie um that actually uh the director of it uh has done a lot of notable stuff wow. oh wow did you give us initials no <laughs> I, I'll, I'll felissa i'll tell you privately okay i'm ready i can't wait <laughs> so felissa tell us a little bit about jennifer smith which is a different <laughs> jennifer in the film She's insane. She's crazy. She, um, the very, the first one to Jennifer, it was like, come in like any audition. And then slowly you sort of, um, you know, get pissed off. And uh, we as actors know what it's like to kind of drive to an audition and maybe you're not taken seriously. And it was a really fun, um, it was just a really fun day. We had a great time. James, when was that? How many that years ago? 2014. Was it? Yeah. Oh, crap. Um, it was wait, I can fun. say she has, she has herpes, apparently. <laughs> that's well, my the, backstory. Apparently. Yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> Well, no, because like, isn't like your like the character's claim to fame is that she's like the Valtrax herpes girl. Am, am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't have herpes. She's just the um, you know, she does the the commercials. Oh, uh, see, I don't know enough about commercials. I assume like, hey, That's if, hilarious. If, if you if you do a commercial.
commercial for herpes, you, you have to have it. <laughs> no, it's, no, I acted like I had them, you know. <laughs> oh, right. No, no, no. But but w- can I ask you, Felissa, was it. that an ad lib or was that like actually in the script? I don't even remember. No, that was actually in the script. That was like it was? part of the, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That yeah, no, she like yells, she yells like, do yeah. you know who I am? I'm the Valtrax herpes girl. Valtrax. <laughs> yeah, they... That's what, yeah, Hunter wanted all that. He said, come in and just, you know, you're really enthusiastic and you want to audition and then uh, shit, shit happens and it all goes to hell. <laughs> so fun. And then Jody kind of wanted that same, like, I'm back and I'm super sorry, but, you know, clearly she's unhinged. Like this, this, can we curse? This bitch needs to, you know, um, <laughs> get her shit together. <laughs> <laughs> so, but always fun, you know. Again, like t- we were talking about Tiffany Brookfest, who plays the title role. Um, she is Jennifer in in this installment, and she's just absolutely fantastic. Um, and she's one of my close friends, and James is very good friend. And it's really nice to work with people you love and admire. And um, it, it's just a, a wonderful uh, film because everyone cares and is passionate about the project. Okay. And scene. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm glad you stayed on script there. Did you like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. I it was kind good. of fumbled a couple of those lines, but I got the point across. Everyone's good. Everyone's great. Yeah, yeah. No, good. Yeah. 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 It sounded like it was a lot of fun. You can tell you can tell me and Felissa really don't get along. I well, know, not at all. We yeah. we always have, I will say, like whenever James and I are hanging out, we always have the best time. And mm-hmm. that's so nice because um the community is small, you know, and you make really good friends. We're all in this together. So it's nice when um we support each other and care. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> well, yeah, no, you, you, really cool. You, you don't you don't hear that much where you know the actors have a, a super great relationship relationship um with directors or producers at, at mm. various times um but we, we've you know, heard that but we, we've heard that a lot though with independent films that there's there's been a lot yeah. of a lot of well, a lot of companies that everyone in the company gets along you know with the i mean you know, that's just because like on the independent level like you know all of us are like building towards something we're all like working together we're all in the same boat i mean right. like so many of us like Phyllis is an actor but like she's produced a whole bunch as well you know everybody's worn so many different hats uh on on many different movies so it's like you know we've all you know we're all working towards the same goal you know the bigger it gets the more you know the interactions start to separate if that makes sense yeah yeah i think that's one of the things that um i've come to enjoy about about some of these smaller independent films is is, um because of the way you you guys do the movie you all kind of form all these bonds and um it it does kind of feel like community with the the different people we've talked to. Oh yeah. The camaraderie and the collaboration and the, like James just said, it's independent filmmaking. You really have to be in it because you want to be there and you Mm -hmm. want to be a part of that particular project. It's always something special and you're striving to make a really cool product. So why not? Like to me, it's always about positivity and everyone getting along. I mean, there, it can't be anything else. 
Okay. What what were some of the craziest moments on set while making uh, Ford Jenner? Well, we talked about attempted murder. We talked about and <laughs> we, we talked about, about Ed, we talked about STDs. <laughs> we talked about we talked about you know possible murder for hire. Like what? Like <laughs> we talked about a, a possible Senate bid. Like what? What, what else? What, what's more exciting than these things? Do I need like oh the day we brought the tiger to set that. Oh, then it all the shit hit the fan with the tiger. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I don't know, like, what is the so craziest just, thing? <laughs> just, I would say, I would say, actually, one of the craziest moments was the premiere of the movie um, for me, because for some reason, the projector was like really high up in like a tiny little like booth type thing. And nobody could figure out how to work the projector at the flipping theater that it was being done at. So like I had to like go like in the catwalk and like fix it myself which I didn't even know how to like do it and like uh, but I ended up fixing it so I had to like crawl through like think like through an air duct die hard style and like I'm a big boy like I'm not like tiny you know what I mean so like getting through that is like you know that probably was the craziest thing for me because I was like I'm gonna fucking die going through this air duct to get this fucking movie to play wow Wow. well as a fellow that sounds horrendous <laughs> that was that was the uh that was that was the craziest thing for me it, it, it does sound horrible but i know from for me with my line of work i'm doing that quite a bit anyway and my only thought is god please don't let me get stuck here to be embarrassing yeah. your line of work you're, you're, you're frequently spelunking through air ducts <laughs> uh on audio cable yeah or speaker kit? Wow. Yeah, I I have. Wow, dude. Or or or, or different truss, you know, rigging truss or uh, some of the tight spaces I've gotten into. It's just insane. Um, My question is, like, you know, so you've been in an air duct. I've been in one. When you look and you're going, you're going through an air duct, and in the movies it's like you go like right or left, like there's this some like turnabout place. Like I've never flipping <laughs> seen that. Like why do they have this where it's like, oh shit, you can go this way or that way? Like what are these giant maze like air ducts that they're in and and my thing is too when you if you ever saw one of those it's not going to be easy to make that turn no (laughs) it's it's, it's just not and if you go the wrong way and you have to back up like good luck yeah yeah um, There's about a, a point where you're halfway through, where you just go like, you know, I'm 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 just gonna die here. I'll just give up. It's fine. I'm just gonna stay in this air duct. That's where I live now. <laughs> yeah, you're a phantom of the air duct. <laughs> yeah. So, biggest prankster? Were there any big pranksters on set, or was that just kind of something that didn't happen? I was only there for a day doing my cameo, but I think I think Hunter is kind of a prankster, wouldn't you say, James? Like he has that fun, happy. I, I was only I was only there for a day doing Felicia's cameo too. So yeah. I was, no, <laughs> no, no, I'm, 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 I'm so kidding. I'm kidding. Um, oh, uh, I mean, probably, probably, probably Hunter. I don't know, but he takes himself like he takes it seriously when he's doing it. Um, 
Probably me. I mean, I'm pretty ridiculous. Yeah, you are. You're fun. You're super fun. That's my kind of like, you know, I love that that excitement and humor because it always adds to like you have a lot of downtime on set. So when you're making the film, it's nice when people are joking around and it's kind of lighthearted. It makes for a way better day. Everything feels easier. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's talk about some stuff from y'all's past. And we'll start with Lessa, Sleepaway Care. I'm sorry, what movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, Felissa, you were in that? I could you? I think. I'm not sure. Because I'm 111 now, so I have Alzheimer's. Oh, you're, you're, and I can't you're, oh, you wow. are barely older than me. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 you're 110? <laughs> you're 110 and a half. <laughs> That's feels like awesome. that some days, doesn't it, Mike? It does feel like that some days, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Um, I mean, listen, saying 111 is pretty good, though, because like, that's then, good. like, well, yeah, because everybody will be like, wow, you look amazing. You look for good. Your age. Like, regardless, Dude. you look phenomenal. You look phenomenal. I, yeah. I have been on that. I'm like telling people now that I'm 78 because I'm like, I should really say 88, but all right, I'll say 78 because then. That's like, looking 78 year old I've ever seen that you look hot you look you're a cougar (laughs) you're a no wait at 78 are people still called cougars at 78 You're like a door, like a dying cougar, <laughs> or like a basset hound. See that? that can... <laughs> so sad. Um, Wait, the basset hound is the droopy one, right? Oh, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm making. I'm being. I'm being ridiculous. I've been locked I in a house it. for a long time. I'm Dude. sorry if I've offended anyone. No, See, that, that's, I know. The, I that's the next. Like... That's the next film in the Jennifer series. Gotta survive yeah. a pandemic. Yeah. Survive a pandemic. It's a horror <laughs> film based around how everyone goes stir crazy from pandemic. I'm going to tell you this yeah. right now. Anybody yeah. will have a the I, I I'm sure a million people have the idea to make a pandemic movie. Nobody, when this is all done, is going to fucking want to watch something like that. No, no. <laughs> yeah. That's the truth, though. Um, no one will want to. <laughs> We've lived it. We don't need to watch it on the screen. See even my dog yeah, agree. Really. Um, yeah that would be too much we yeah we need we need some uh some other original ideas we've we've seen this let's move forward no, no more um, film remakes. we need a sleepaway camp remake james you need to do a sleepaway camp remake oh, listen Ooh. i would i would direct a sleepaway camp remake in a heartbeat you, that would be fun i would i would i would sure. make the yeah. shit out of that movie i'm ready I would we love should, that. like do it i know i'm so tired of there's a lot of back i will tell you this event so sleepaway camp was amazing i'll sum it up by saying it gave me an entire life it's the fabric of my entire world um i met my husband because of it I, I, I'm only fortunate enough to be in this genre and working with people like James because of Sleepaway Camp. So with that being said, um, everyone talks about remaking this movie. It's the last of the Mohicans. I mean, no one has done it. James, man, I think you're, you know, you're, you can do it. You have the vision. You're young. You're, you know. Listen, I, you guy. get me the right, you you get me the rights to it and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make that movie. Let's do it. You heard it here. See, on we geeks, on we be geeks, we be making sleepaway camp. See, <laughs> I like it. And, and you guys could take the the approach that Bruce Campbell 
is taking in regards to the Evil Dead. That the, right, latest, exactly. that the latest Evil Dead is a remake, but it's also, or in a reboot, but it's also a continuation of the original, according to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my 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 only question, and, and it's not to, I mean, I guess there's there's enough people that, that you know, like a new generation, because I was going to say the, the big thing about Sleepaway Camp is the twist, and so many people would already oh, see that coming. Really knows. This generation doesn't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And if you do know, you're going to want to watch how it's recreated in a reboot. Yeah. How about that? I think... I think um, we could have Aunt Martha be trans. You know, she's trans. And I'm giving away all the twists. And I think Ricky's involved in the killing. I mean, there's a lot more, I think, that we can do with it. So. Interesting. With that being uh, said, yeah. It, it, in, a, in a modern age, it's not just a single yeah. killer. It's multiple killers. Multiple hey, killers. I'm, uh, you know? I'm down to make Sleepaway Camp. I would, I would, I would make that right now. That would be so fun. All right. We'll have to have a would, conversation. Yeah, we'll get back to you. Oh, we oh. be geeks. We'll we be getting back to you next week on this. <laughs> how, how great, how great <laughs> would that be if, if after all of this pandemic stuff is done, me and Felissa actually go and make this remake and Dude. we come back on this podcast and talk about it. That would that, be that'd great. Be awesome. I'm not even kidding. Like, And James and I, we, if there are two people who do what they say they're going to do, we're kind of like the two that that um that stand by our word so i wouldn't awesome. i wouldn't hold it past us so hey listen I, I i completely agree i mean you know i'm just, i'm 28 years old from the age of 18 to 28 oh so, 10, so 10 years from the age of 18 <laughs> to 28 i have made 52 movies wow 52 oh feature God. films on you've grown so much. A resume. You, you were like 21, I think, or 22. I can't believe it's amazing what you've done. Really, I was 20. I was 22 when I directed Bethany. So you met me before yeah, I that. Met yeah, incredible. You That's met me cool. before I could legally drink. <laughs> Is that why I was purchasing all the beverages and handing them over to you under a table top? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what was going on at the time because I'm. 111 and so you know exactly well you were senile that you were you were 100 <laughs> so it's like, like, you know, it comes after after, after, like, after after 100 like you know it just comes in waves there's like good years and bad years no <laughs> It's not if you can. It's not years. It's hours. It's hours. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm living my best life. I'm I'm happy. It's, uh, it's all good. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. We've just sort of run away with this with this interview. Um, yeah. But- no, we've just brokered a deal. We love it. Brokered a deal. I love that. So, so that means James, you weren't even you weren't even alive when Sleepaway <laughs> Camp, Camp was. Know? Dude, I was born in '92. Oh my wow. god. Wow. Oh man. Okay. I graduated uh, high school in 92. Uh, I hate all of you. Okay. I graduated. <laughs> I was I went past college. All right. Now I want to ask all of you guys this like in, in oh, very boy. serious in, in very serious nature because okay. like it's something that like I need to know because like it's something that I don't know from my experience cuz we didn't have these when I was when I was a kid. Oh, so I don't like so, this. What were the dinosaurs? Like, <laughs> oh. I used to walk into school. <laughs> the, 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 the Triceratops was it friendly? 
I rode a stegosaurus to school five miles uphill both directions in the snow and in hurricanes. So we can we can we can believe then that the Flintstones is canon to life. That was really how it was back exactly. before the nineties. No, no, I used to have a, a toilet that talked because it was a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have the toilet. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I had to find. I, I had to find a cliff. <laughs> We're just all going on this crazy tangent. I love it. This is, this is this is what happens when people are locked in. For those listening, this is what happens when people are locked in houses for very long periods of time. Yes. You should Actually, see the bottle this is of pretty wine normal for our right show. Now. Bottle, <laughs> I'm opening a bottle of wine. It's the size of my leg. Like it's. <laughs> well, Alyssa, without divulging your true age, I will tell you, I was born the year after you in August. Well, I'm turning 51 next month, and hopefully I'll be out of quarantine. No, you're not. Oh, you're sick. I, you're I'm turning 50. You're like, no, you're, you're turning, turning 56, dumb bitch. No, no, I, didn't, I, I would not. I, I would not. I would. I didn't even think you were near your 50s. You're turning oh. 51. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'll turn. And, uh, I'll turn 50 in August. Dude, I, 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 I love it. I met though. you in your 30s. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I, I probably told you that, James. So let's just, you know. Let's try to skip past that. <laughs> well, you look not, amazing for 51. Dollars. It's not that uh, old. You know, it's all in your mind, right? It's all a state of mind. So um, right. I feel great. I love my life and I just keep it moving. So, you know. So what, what made you decide to stay in the horror genre? Um, you know, I mean, truthfully, I think it's the most passionate of the genres. And I also, I feel um, the most creative because I love, I love the effects work. Um, I was completely taken by the work that Ed French did on the first Sleepaway Camp. So to me, it was there. It was a no-brainer working with so many great people right after, not directly after Sleepaway Camp, but once I kind of returned um, back into filmmaking, it was one horror movie after the next. And I just, I felt very comfortable in the genre and in these kinds of films. So I never wanted to really make anything else. Um, so I think it was a mutual love affair between myself and horror. Um, it sort of chose me in the beginning with Sleepaway Camp, and then I chose it once the internet. Don't laugh, James, but when the internet came about, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna laugh, but the fact that you told me not to laugh made me laugh. And the fact that and it sounds so stupid because it's like, and when the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it was really like oh this is where I should you know this is where I want to be and this is where I should stay and it just kept kind of snowballing like one movie after the next great people um, and I'm super happy because it's the best who, who are, who are yeah. some, of, um, some of the people who you modeled your career after 
Um, I really loved Brink Stevens. She was someone I just kind of felt very, uh, I don't know. I I loved her both as a person because she's freaking smart as shit. That woman is so intelligent. It's crazy. And um, I met her pretty early on when I was first, when I was kind of like coming back into film. Because I, I went to school, then I owned a business. So I was kind of like a business person. And then I started thinking about my life in kind of a whole where it was like, well, what do I really want to pursue where I'll feel passionate and excited every day rather than just kind of going to make a paycheck. And um, that's when I started watching a lot of horror movies and working with people. And I loved Brink and I loved, um, God, there were so many. I mean, I loved Deborah DeLiso. I loved... um, Oh, God, like Elvira. I mean, you name them, like just coming up. It was like I, I'm watching all of them feeling like, oh, D. Wallace, Barbara Crampton. Um, so that's Adrian Barbeau. Their careers yeah. were really amazing to me. Okay. What about you, James? Uh, inspirations for uh, getting into directing and producing? Um, you know, it's actually like a really interesting thing because um, when I was little, like I wanted to be like the next, like, you know, Robert Rodriguez or, or Quentin Tarantino. And so like when I did my first movie, I did it for $7,000 because that's what Robert Rodriguez did his you know first movie for. And then, you know, I wanted to be a lot like Eli Roth. And I, I've, I've worked with Eli twice. I, he's, he's amazing. I love Eli. He's, he's a, a really great guy. Um, and, you know, I wanted to be like Wes Craven. I ended up working with Wes and I really liked him. Um, and, you know, uh, I wanted to be like Steven Spielberg. And there's a lot of people that are like I, I looked up to, like Takashi Miike, uh, Park Chan-wook. Um, and, you know, I, I gave this whole spiel, the same one that I'm giving you about, like, you know, what I wanted to, you know, what got me into film and what I wanted, who I wanted to be like, like Stanley Kubrick, all these people. And uh, I, you know, the, the question was actually asked by DMX when I was doing Beyond the Law. He asked me, like, you know, what do you want to do with your life? And I, I, I said, well, I want to make movies. And he's like, no, but what do you want to do with your career? And I said, well, all these people like, you know, and he's like, that's beautiful, dog. But how would you just be the first you? And Ooh. so... Um, I kind of took that to heart. Like, you know, I I spent a lot of time wanting to be in modeling after all these other people, but I'd rather build my own path at this point. So, you know, I respect and love the works of all these people. And I think I definitely was inspired by them, but, you know, they created their own path. So I have to respect that. You lost James. Did we? We did. Oh, no. Is it all me? (laughs) (laughs) You are the I please don't think that I did anything to jeopardize his falling off the car. (laughs) (laughs) He died again. (laughs) I'm like, oh, poor James. Anyhow, all about Sleepaway Camp. No, I I really love James. And and it's funny, you know, he, I met him. Oh, gosh, I can't believe he was 21 when I met him. Hey, it uh, it dropped. I don't know what happened there. I was talking about what a he lives. How how Wait, amazing Sleepaway Camp really is. <laughs> I didn't hear no. anything she said through the laughter. No, I'm saying like I was a fan like even before like when I can't believe you were 21 when I met you because I was like a fan and you had already done so much. It's crazy to me. Like you talk about somebody who was passionate and went for what they really wanted. I mean that's a true example of just fulfilling all that you um sort of have you know created manifested i appreciate that thank you felicia you're very sweet no i was a fan when i met you as well 
I have the pictures of us being really silly in that in that bar. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you guys? So, so this um, is <laughs> at what point of the story that I was the the not the story the the response I was giving um, did it cut out? Did it get oh, to the uh, end or um, when you were I you were really saying like how you were becoming you. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing oh. is like just to put like a button on it. Like, you know, I, I, I have a lot of people that inspired me, but like, you know, I, I no longer want to model my career after anybody because I realized all the people that I respected and, and inspired me, they built their own path. So like I got to do it my way, not mm-hmm. their way, because, you know, their way was their way. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's true. It's very- we all have to create our own stuff you know yeah i think that's part of the reason why uh derek and i um podcast is be out there create our own stuff um i mean derek and i are another show together uh that's all star wars related and um and then i have a third show that's all marvel related and then derek's got a couple shows of his own that, that he's involved with that's wonderful. So, and it's your passion. It's your dream. It's what you love. I just think, I mean, and I'm going to say it again, being like at this age, this stage of my life, I really feel like it's all about living honestly with the most, um, the just being authentic, like really with yourself and with others. Like that's the only thing you can do in life, have great relationships and be truthful. Right. I agree. I mean, it's, it's amazing to me how many people, um, you know, don't like aren't their their authentic selves as well as like you know don't follow their dream because they're afraid of failing. Like it's 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 I so much better to go after. Your, it's so much better to go after your dreams and actually try. It's so true. Yeah. People you know, West, live because we feel fear, you know. Yeah, but West. I mean, West Craven told me when when I was I was uh, working with him. You know, he said the thing about this business is the people that that like succeed aren't always the most talented. They're the people that don't give up. That is true. That is very, and I think that's in anything in life. I think um, just really knowing what your passion is and what your dreams are is half of it, and just going forth yeah. with it. You know. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, Boy, this got deep. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. It got silly. It got deep. You know, it got deep as soon as Felicity cracked open the wine. So. Oh, my God. I know. And I had the big, too bad you can't see me. I have the biggest glass of wine right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, and this is why we love doing podcasts. Yes. It's the best. They're the best. That, that, that's why we, we take the conversational approach with interviews is go anywhere. And that's what makes it fun. Yeah, it is so fun. Yeah. You know, I don't want to like, um, I j- not go too much off topic, but I have a podcast too. I'm just saying that because today's Friday and it's called Casualty Friday. So, the fuck have you yeah. never asked me to be on your podcast for? Oh my God, you have to be. You know why? Because we, we do them in Dallas. Um, they're, they're run oh, with by Dallas? Fanboy. Yeah, we did come back a little bit. We had a cut. It wasn't supposed to be a guest related podcast it's called casualty friday by and it's by fangoria and it's myself kane hotter and tiffany Sheppis. but we did test a couple of friends and we came back to la but if we i think we will continue now with guests so you know that i'll be calling you but yeah we sure. uh we dallas, do them, we do we do them in dallas yeah is, the fangoria does dallas does dallas produce them dallas does produce them yes i yes. love that guy that guy's that guy 
I, I feel like he's like single-handedly like saving horror. Like he he's the guy who does just original horror movies. Oh, he saved Pangoria. I know. Like I mean that that guy's and, and he's just a nice person. He so really he, is a really good person. You know, all of them at the Fangoria offices are they are the most genuine. Natasha Pasetta is our um she's the on hand producer. She's with us all the time and she's just hey, those are the people that should be doing the the the, the sleepaway camp remake. There, yeah, a few people have brought that to de- to I think they're to their attention. So we'll see. <clears throat> so that was that was you said that was Casualty Friday. It's called Casualty Friday. Yeah, and it's, uh, right. it's typically audio, but described. right now they're running season two on the Fangoria YouTube channel, so you can actually watch it. Oh, cool! Today's topic: we're talking about dead movies, movies that never made it that the three of us have been involved in. Oh, awesome. Hey. Interesting. That sounds yeah. great. It's fun. That, that sounds Just cool. thought I'd throw it in. Yeah. That sounds very cool. Because I oh, think yeah. podcasting yeah. is fun. It is. Uh, yeah, we're glad we're glad you threw that in. Yeah, we, Thank you. We've been doing it for a while. Mm. Oh, oh, Do you hear my cat? Is that what that was? <laughs> it's my cat. His name is Martin. He's named after Martin Scorsese because he has really big eyebrows. <laughs> Aww, that's so cute. Awesome. But he he's he's not enjoying that. I'm not giving him attention right now, so he starts meowing very loudly. <laughs> I think I just saw a post I, uh, that you put up where he's hiding. Yeah. I, it's so cute. Yeah, his name's Little Martin. Aww. So outside of the films that you all have worked on, favorite horror films? Say maybe your top. Go ahead, James. This is like an ever-changing list. So, like, I'm going to sound like the nerdiest person in the world for saying this, but, like, what subgenre? That's, a, that's good. Oh. Uh, that's a good one. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's got to be like what subgenre, you know? Because uh, um, hi, Martin. I almost want to start off by just saying classic horror. Like, what are we defining as classic? Like, are we talking like you know 80s Universal Mon? Yeah, like are we talking eighties? Are we talking Universal like monster movies, black and white? Like, are we talking like French Diabolique? Like, what are we talking about? Home invasion. We, we are we are now talking. <laughs> I am getting schooled hard on horror. <laughs> no, here's the real thing. Here's the real thing. Like, I thought I knew a lot about horror. I have, like, you know, like 4,000 DVDs. I, I grew up watching horror movies. I went to one horror trivia night, and I was like, I don't know anything about horror. Because, <laughs> like, they were asking questions where it's like, oh, shit. Like, I would have had to, like, pause the movie to, like, read something that was in the background to know how to answer that. Oh, wow. Like How some people like really know horror. Like I'm like I'm like a novice when it comes to like really knowing, like truly knowing some horror stuff. Then I have a friend like that. Uh, how about um? How about what genre? Do you a, like James? I like horror. No, how no, about, I mean, what subgenre I meant? Oh, I mean, like I like, like honestly, I like. I know it's like a dirty word, but like I like torture porn. Like I love the, I love the hostile movies. I love. Um, oh my god, so do I. I love uh, Frank Henenlotter's movies, which I don't even know how to classify them. They're just like <laughs> weird as fuck. But like you know, basket, like case, basket and, case and brain damage are amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, I was desperately trying to remake brain damage for a while, and Frank even gave me his blessing to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, I, I just couldn't pull it together. Okay. How about um, a um, a lesser known horror movie that you wish more people were aware of? 
Um, you know, he's totally going to hate me for saying this, but, um, uh, the, the Hills Run Red. Ah, Dave Parker. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Dave, Dave's movie, The Hills Run Red. It's such a great movie. And, uh, but he, he, for some reason, he never believes me when I keep telling him that I love that movie. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I wish more people had seen that. I wish more people have seen Brain Damage by Frank Hannenlauter. Um, I know it's going to sound really ridiculous, but like, I wish more people have seen, uh, The Ginger Dead Man because i mean jesus christ like you know what's more ridiculous and fun than a killer gingerbread man voiced by gary Busey? <laughs> oh. all right so uh, there's so, a there's a film for you there derek for keepers yeah that's what i was just thinking so i do a podcast called keepers of the fringe um where me and my friend um watch and review um fringe movies um a lot of times we do horror films sci-fi films stuff like that uh these sounds like some good selections here that we could do on the podcast dude you watch brain damage brain damage is is like one of my favorite movies um the yeah, korean movie old right boy right that is down. is amazing oh, it's one of my favorites I haven't seen it yet, but I do know Old Boy. That's my favorite movie ever made. Wow. I'm sure. I'm sure my co-host uh, has seen it. He's he's a big horror uh, fan. Um, and then also, I mean, you should check out um, uh, Necromantic. Mm, no, Necromantic, Necromantic Two, Shram. Yep. Wow, that was I saw the with. devil. I saw the devil is an amazing movie too. What about you, Felissa? Um, I'm old school. Well, I'm old, but I'm also old school, and I love. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep going there. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, hit uh, me on a brick. So that's like best comedy like ever movie. made. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say that because even when I saw it the first time, uh, I was probably 11, 12. Yeah. So it would have been uh, right before you did Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Um, when when Leatherface turns the corners and he's on one leg and he does that hop spin, <laughs> yeah. I, I laugh so hard. I'm like, okay, this film had me as a horror film until that point. But maybe you were scared. Maybe it freaked you out. So, like, you laugh. No, sure. I, I don't know. I've, I've, I don't always, know I've, always, I, I've always laughed at horror movies, too. Like, I've, the, the points where people are, like, screaming, going, like, ah. Like, I'm, like, going, <laughs> like, I mean. But I wonder if that's, like, a hell, release. Like, that might be just a release of you feeling like, oh, this is scary shit. Like, and I'm exercising my emotions right now, right here. And I'm not going to bawl and. You know, no, I know I, it's a movie, but I legitimately, it was one of those. The the chase scene had, you know, it it got me going. I I was feeling the adrenaline and everything else, and then mm-hmm. when that happened, I'm like, wait, wait, what? what? And, and just started laughing because like, I don't see a killer being that much of a a uh, funny guy making a turn like that. You know what? It was just so psychotic to me. First of all, it seemed like a documentary. Like it was so gritty and dirty. Yeah. On some level, like if that makes sense, you know, just the yeah. film stock, just the the blood, the colors. So I was super young, so I, mean, it, I was very impressionable, and it it definitely scared the shit out of me. Um, and I think I just forever loved it because then I became friendly with with the cast. You know, I loved Gunner and Ed Neal and Marilyn Burns. I just it has a very it has a big place in my heart um 
I love The Strangers. I love um, for a whole other reason. Like to me, that's I love Orphan. I love I love Black Christmas, uh, Mad Men. Like I oh, I yeah. go back Black and forth. Christmas. I've actually yeah. Black Funny Christmas things. is good. So good. So good. Do you hear this cat? Like this is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I hear her uh, every now and then. Yeah. I can't. I don't hear her. You know, going back to uh, Tech Chainsaw Massacre, I saw that maybe when I was 11 or 12 years old. I had gone to a sleepover over one of my friend's houses, and we watched We watched um, during the sleepover. I think it was his birthday, too. And then uh, I woke up the next morning to the sound of somebody out in the woods cutting down a tree with a chainsaw. <laughs> so that... <laughs> <laughs> that, that always that'll forever scar me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, this this is gonna sound really weird, but like some of the scariest things I remember from horror movies didn't actually happen in the movie. I, I can see that. Like it's stuff that I like that freaked me out, but I think it was just like dreams I had after remembering stuff Ooh, with the characters. Yeah. Because then I rewatched the movie and they're not actually in it, and I'm like, wow. You're because you have such a great oh, imagination, yeah. James. Look, you're a filmmaker. You're a you know you're an artist. You have great fantasy life, and I think that um, you probably had like that extension, like you created something thereafter, which is super cool, and that's why you're. you're you're a filmmaker. You're an artist. Just yeah. had to say that. Sorry. For me, Gremlins is, <laughs> From, is one of those. Things I, I used to say is when I... Oh, go ahead, James. I was going to say the other things that I... One of the movies when I was first, like, you know, like, um, uh, for movies, like plots get like a, a, a box for a DVD and I like think well what's this movie like the story I had come up with in my head was completely different than what the movie actually was and so like I was like oh well then that movie doesn't exist yeah mm. um, for, for me um, one of those moments where the not the movie itself that, that gave me the creepiness was the fact that when I saw it and people were jumping it caused me to jump it was reactionary that was gremlins Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You know, but I hear that a lot, actually, back Gremlins. And I certainly know that kids, because I know my husband has, like, put it on for the kids um, for slumber parties here. Because my kids watch hardcore. Like, they just watch High Tension the other night. Oh, wow. And, I like uh, High Tension. <laughs> but, like, you know, my kids are young. So, I mean, they're not that young, but my son is 10. And my daughter, who just turned 13, was like, ooh, mom, that was a little much for me. Um, but the kids will cry at Gremlins. Like, it's scary. It's just because it's dark. Like, actually, visually in in color, it's, it's a dark color. So yeah. I think that messes with the kids' minds. You know, it's not, like, kind of vibrant and light and silly. I never felt a horror movie to me. I know it technically is, but I always loved Gremlins. Yeah, I never thought of it as a horror movie either but it has that undertone of like scary you know yeah it, it, know. right yeah. It, it's the small creature sort of like yeah. Creature yeah. as well yeah. Oh, Hulk Hogan was in the second one. Yeah, broke that fourth wall. <laughs> yeah, did you did you guys see um did you guys see the uh the key and peel about the making of Gremlins too? No. Oh, uh, do yourself no. a favor after this, Google that uh, and watch it on YouTube. The key and peel about Gremlins too. It's hilarious. Awesome. Have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, trying to think where else we go. Um, actually, um, there's an interesting question. So what, what, um, what, what have you thought of, uh, of, um, Jordan Peele's venture into horror movies? 
I mean, he's certainly an amazing filmmaker, you know, and I definitely love the um, the original take on all of his. I love his scripts and his characters are wonderful. I, I love him. I really am a huge fan. Are you, James? I saw Get Out. I liked it. Um, I, I haven't seen Us, so I, I wouldn't know. Do you do the two of you like Jordan Peele? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I really that enjoy. That wasn't No, I was going to say I, I, haven't, I haven't seen I, us I haven't. either yet, but I loved Get Out. Yeah. Oh, I hear that baby. Yeah, I, he won't I shut him. up. He's like <laughs> losing his mind right now. Right. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I guess on that note, we go the. With, with the next set of questions where can people find you guys online you can find me uh, on twitter and instagram at james cullen b that's j-a-m-e-s-c-u-l-l-e-n-b okay and felissa um i am on instagram which i love and i'm felissa rose one two three and twitter felissa underscore rose and um I'm not like a huge Facebook person, although now that we're in quarantine life, I have been on more often. And um, mm-hmm. I go to Felissa Rose Esposito Miller, which is a whole lot of words, but you know, I'm there. <laughs> Any final thoughts for me, Derek? Oh my God. What's uh, wrong with my aunt? No, other than it. it it's been great talking to you guys. Um, enjoyed the film. And uh, I'm looking forward to your remit sleepaway camp. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you guys for, for coming on. You guys are more than welcome to come back anytime. Just give us a, a, a shout. Uh, just yeah, we will. Thank yeah, you for, for sure. People. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, it's our pleasure. Stay safe. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yes, you too. Thank you. Uh, well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Until next time. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. Try to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs>